Hey, how's it going today? It's very well. I, I, I can't believe this because Edmonton Oilers fans, all they talk about is the poor save percentage in Edmonton, and Carolina is Edmonton's thirtieth in overall save percentage, and Carolina thirty second. So I'm assuming pucks are going to go in from the moon tonight. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I definitely think that the uh, that both sides are probably thought that things would go a little better in net this year. Um, but I think the Hurricanes have been much better with, with the exception of a, a couple a couple weird ones. The game against the Sabres, um, you know, where they barely gave up any uh, – I mean, not against the Sabres, against the, uh, the Islanders where they were dominant and uh, gave up five goals, had a bad night from Kachetkov. Uh, that Tampa Bay game that everyone – knows about where Antti Ranta gave up uh, eight goals on, on, I think it ended up being 15 shots. But besides that, they haven't allowed more than three, I I think, you know, in the eight of 10. So uh, it's been a little up and down with them. So uh, we'll see. I know both teams would love better goaltending on a consistent basis. That's for sure. Is it like, is is, is is anybody taking over? Is this situation one that they're going to address at the deadline, or do they? Because I know, like I know, Carolina is they develop players and they usually have a plan. So what's the plan? I, my gut would say is that they're going to go with what they have, um, just because I know that the team, uh, and I think I think everyone's come to kind of expect this that unless you can get one of you know three or four goalies in the league, everything else is kind of voodoo. You know, you don't know who's going to be good from month to month and game to game and in season to season. Uh, I know, you know, Jack Campbell was great in Toronto and has struggled there. And, you know, who knows, he could come back and be good again. So my gut feeling is that, that, you know, they have confidence in the two guys they have right now. They have confidence in Freddie Anderson if he can come back. Uh, Pyotr Kachekov outside of the – and I'm going to assume he's – He's going to play today. I don't know. There wasn't a. They did not skate this morning. Um, but uh, outside of that, outside of that uh, Islanders game, I think he's been pretty good. Um, so we'll see. I mean, they they love the young kid. They've got a commitment to him for you know three more seasons after this year at two at just two million. If you can get a starting goalie at that price, that just just helps you exponentially everywhere else. And they're a team that that you know there's there's always great depth. Whenever I look at the end of the year at the the Hurricanes, they just seem to have more you know twenty five thirty point players. Uh, everybody seems to contribute. Uh, sometimes it's up and down a little bit, and injuries have been you know impacted. But you know, looking at them right now for the year, they have seven players over two points per sixty at five on five, and then Teravine is at one ninety six. It they. Three lines seem to be able to score for this team, and that's rare. Yeah, and it's funny that the fourth line, which is, you know, really their third line, I guess, the Jordan Stahl line, is the one that really can't score, but it's the one that seems to go out every shift and, and dominate play. Um, you're right. I mean, the, the fourth line, as it's constructed right now, with, with Jack Drury centering uh, Stefan Nason and, and Martin Natchez, is playing great hockey. I mean, Jack Drury is playing the best hockey of his career. He's been really good of late, and now is starting to see results. Uh, Martin Natchez has had, uh, and I don't know if it's a contract year thing. He had a, you know, a couple of years ago, he, he didn't do well in a contract year and had to take a, a bridge deal, and now he's in another contract year now uh, with, you know, he'll have Arbright after this year, but um, 
you know, it's been a rough go for him. And then since he went on the fourth line, you would think, you know, maybe you had a little bit instead it's been the best he's played all year. So uh, that certainly helps, especially when you're on the road and you don't, you can't dictate matchups. If you can get uh, production out of your, out of your fourth line. And then we know that that stall line is going to probably muzzle down anybody who, who they play against. Uh, that's that's a that's a good sign for Carolina for sure. The, I, I always pride myself on on being able to within a few minutes because I can see natural statric and look up numbers, knowing you know what the top pairing is. But it seems like Slavin Burns and Shea Pesci are like in terms of minutes overall, they seem to be pretty close. Well, again, I go back to the stall line, and the nice thing with the stall line is uh, you can put the stall line out there with maybe Slavin and Burns, and you have uh, a shutdown situation there. Um, or if you put them with, with Pesci and Shea, you have a shutdown situation there. And then whoever the, the, other, the other defensive pairing gets, they're also capable of being a shutdown, you know, pairing. So, yeah, they, they, they've really, you know, even with their distribution of minutes with the defense, and even Jalen Chatfield and, and Dimitri Orloff since – you know, Rod Brendamore's kind of committed to those two playing together over the last handful of games have been really, really good. Uh, Jalen Chatfield's an underrated player. You know, you might know him better than most just because he was uh, out in Vancouver for a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Um, but really uh, just a, can, can erase a lot of mistakes just with his skating. Uh, and then Dmitry Orloff, we all know what he's capable of and his confidence is growing, I think. And so, the defense that Carolina thought they had coming into this year is maybe finally rounding into form. Uh, but you're totally right. Like there isn't really a first pairing. The Shea Pesci pairing is great. I don't know that there's any pairing in the league that has played more minutes together than those two. And they don't even play, you know, power play minutes at all. But as far as playing together, I think they play the most out of anybody in the league uh, over the last few years. And then, uh, you know, Slavin, Slavin's just great. I mean, we know what he does with, you know, you can put him with an elite offensive guy uh, and he stabilizes it. He's done it with Dougie Hamilton. He did it with Tony D'Angelo the first time around and he's done it with Brett Burns for the last, you know, season plus. Joined by Corey Lavalette, North State Journal and The Athletic. I wanted to ask you, I think we talked about this last time. I know we talked about Sorum, the young uh, forward who's doing so well, but I, I whenever I see the, or the Hurricanes uh, and especially look at their prospect list, I'm like, this is a team that, that has you know great talent. There's no doubt about it. But they're they're a little bit opposite with the Oilers in that they have great talent and a deep deep system. The Oilers have elite talent and the system is not not great. At some point in time, a pressure point may occur here. Maybe even next summer with Leon Drysaddle. I I I get whenever I see the Hurricanes and look at their their prospect pool, I think that this is a team ideally situated to maybe make a big trade. I don't know that they would, or maybe they'd try to do a free agent signing, but they've got enough stuff. They could go out and get a big-time player here, and maybe even any time they want, but probably in the summer. Yeah, well, I mean, they've tried. They've taken their, you know, taken their swings at Matthew Kachuk two years ago, uh, you know, made a run at Eric Carlson. They obviously made the Brent Burns trade. Uh, they're not shy about being involved in everything. Now, the flip side of that is they're also a team that um, – doesn't want to they they establish what value is for a player they want to get and they don't deviate from that too much they're not a team that overpays uh for what they what they're going to get 
So maybe that's why they have so many assets is while other teams are saying, well, I really don't want to give up a second round pick instead of a third round pick, but when else am I going to get a chance to get, you know, insert middle six forward? Um, Carolina says, well, no, that's not what we find this player's value to be. And they, they hold out on that. So they've been able to keep draft picks. They're also kind of Bill Belichickian with, with moving down in the draft and acquiring more picks and then, you know, taking swings in the draft. They don't, you know, they don't necessarily make the safest pick. You know, Jack Drury was a, is a stable player that you probably could have predicted back then would be an NHL player, but maybe not a star. Uh, but then they go and, and take the swings on uh, high talent. And some of them pan out, and some of them don't. Uh, you know, Alexander Nikishin is, the, is a great example of a, a prospect that you get in the middle rounds that uh, looks like he's the uh, top four defenseman the second he, he steps in North America. It's interesting for me because I, I, you know, you you look at this team and even with the goaltending, and we talked about it uh, at the beginning of the show, even with the goaltending they've had, and quite, you know, you you put it succinctly, it's not like every game is like that. They've had, you know, outlier games, but they're looking at a 14-9-1 record. Uh, their goal share is plus 582-77. They're very good at the home. Uh, they're 6-3-1 in their last 10 if they had a problem, uh, is it injury or is it something else? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, injuries can always throw things. And Andrew Anderson has shaken the boat a little bit, rocked the boat a little bit. Um, but I, I don't know that there's a weakness anywhere that you need to, to necessarily address. I'm, I'm working on a piece right now for The Athletic about, you know, everybody, anytime the Hurricanes shots and only score one goal, there's this uh, prevalent theme throughout the, the fan base of here we go again, experience hurricanes hockey kind of, uh, kind of moment. Uh, but I, the numbers don't really show that that happens to them that much more for really, really good teams. You know, I, I've noticed that Vegas and Boston have similar numbers in that. Um, so I don't know if there's anywhere that they uh, need to address, but if an injury happens to your point or sets to go do something if they really want to. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun team and it's an interesting organization and if you're playing on it, I always swear at Tulski because he makes the draft last five more hours because of all the deals in the second and third round. Have you talked to him about that? Like, can he calm down one of these years? <laughs> yeah, you know, um, years ago, uh, you know, I was writing for SB Nation for the, the Hurricane site there and he was doing his uh, he was writing for the, the Flyers site way back mm-hmm. then and did his little uh, here's what it costs to trade in the draft uh, chart where he said, you know, this pick is worth this many points. And uh, if you go back and look at that, it still kind of holds true now. You'll see that if they if they feel like, and like I said, they're willing to take swings on guys that are uh, maybe flawed prospects that other teams are too scared to take. And Carolina will say, well, okay, we'll move down you know, 30 picks and we'll acquire a fourth rounder next year <laughs> Crazy. and, uh, and then use that fourth rounder next year to acquire a fifth rounder and a, and a sixth rounder. And you're right. I don't think they're going to, uh, they're going to slow down anytime soon. Maybe, uh, maybe after the, after the Vegas year, when everything gets centralized, they, uh, they won't have to, they'll have a little more time on their hands without having to travel to, to buckle things down a bit. Corey Lavalette, thank you so much. Appreciate it. 